eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. In this town, there is no off-season. The news never stops and neither do we. It's always game day in Cleveland with Andy Baskin and Daryl Ryder. It's always game day in Cleveland, as that big voice just told you. He's Daryl Ryder. I'm Andy Baskin. Man, still feeling good. Um, you know, 24 hours after the first win of the season for your Cleveland Browns, they were played exciting brand of football, especially when it comes to the defense. Daryl, you've had a little time to let this thing settle in. Now give me your thoughts on game number one. Uh, I watched it again on Monday, and it was, in fact, as good as I thought it looked, at least on the defensive side of the ball. That defensive front, uh, was just absolutely nasty. Uh, how about Miles Garrett doing a little crisscross, about to turn your quarterback into applesauce dribble <laughs> as he got lined it. You know, Jim Schwartz is moving him around that defensive front a little bit and trying to find him some advantageous uh, matchups. But yeah, defensively, it was absolutely as good as I thought it was. Because as you know, like you go back and you watch it a second and third time, this, sometimes it doesn't look as good. Uh, or it looks even better than what you thought. But yeah, uh, initial reaction to the defense on Sunday in our postgame pod uh, remains unchanged. Um, my concerns about Deshaun Watson and his ability to play in nasty weather uh, also remain unchanged uh, after going back and taking a look at that. I also watched the Steelers get their ass kicked by the San Francisco 49ers. Believe me, that was delightful to watch. Um, and I will say this, that if Kenny Pickett plays and throws the football the, sa- the same way he tried to do against San Francisco, um, the Cleveland Browns defense, most notably the secondary, is going to feast. They are going to get their hands on a lot of football. So 
those would be my, I guess, having the opportunity to sleep on it reactions. I think that's what we'll call it from here on forward, Andy. Now that you've had an opportunity to sleep on it, what are your reactions? Um, you know, when I look back at yesterday's game, it's it's what I thought the Browns should be and where they'll be all season long. Because I, I don't have this massive, like, I'm trying to think of the best way to put it about Deshaun Watson. Like, I expect Deshaun Watson, he doesn't have to be the best quarterback in the NFL. I know they're paying him that way, and I know that we all get caught up in the numbers of how much he's making. I believe, and I believe that once I started really kind of doing a deep dive into the defense, that I believe the defense is going to carry this team all season long if they stay healthy. And I think that performances like Deshaun's in game one are better than other quarterbacks than we've clearly seen in the past because I think that the Browns had an excuse me, had an opportunity to do like I, my confidence level in the Browns offense to do something positive, even with the with the underthrown balls, even with the you know missed passes, the opportunity for growth on the offense to me seems exponential. Like I, I think that's all there. I have confidence in the offense uh, moving forward. I think they're only going to get better again. Staying healthy is the, is a key for both sides, but I have confidence in them to make a big play on every play. Like I don't fear. I don't, I don't fear third and long right now. I think they can make third and long, you know, whether they prove that in the game one, I, I don't know if they did, but I have confidence confidence in the offense that I have not had confidence in in a long time but I still think if this team is going to win and win significant games this year it will be based on defense first in every game every game it's going to be defense first because I don't I I just I I believe in the defense more than I believe in the offense and I think that at some point Hopefully that'll change where it's 50-50, and I don't need it to be any greater than 50-50 because if it is, they'll be a winning team. I, I have the, the the confidence I have in the defense, um, while I was unsure of it, what I saw against Cincinnati, a very good team. Now, look, Joe Burrow had to throw it, and it was bad weather. I'll give you that, and he, he didn't have the entire preseason to get ready for the game. I'll give him that too, but it's still Joe Burrow, and they still have a three-headed monster at wide receiver, so I am not going to take anything away from the Browns' defense from game one. Is that fair in your eyes? Yeah, I think it's fair, but uh, at the same time, I I do have expectations that Deshaun Watson will play like one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL because, quite frankly, he's paid to do that, so he better do it, number one. Number two, the thing that amazed me the most when I went back and, and not only rewatched the game, but then I like re-looked at the numbers, I still can't believe that those three receivers were limited to – less than 50 yards receiving combined combined like they did not allow a single 40 yard receiver the entire game which i thought was just incredible to think about the fact that they only had two sacks uh on sunday but yet hit joe burrow 10 times in addition to those um two sacks like that was incredible like they they just they made joe feel the pressure up front all afternoon long. I mean, the amount of throwaways, the amount of hurried throws that that Browns defensive front forced Burrow to make, right? The old, let's just live to play another down mentality. Like, you could see by the third quarter, Andy, that mess was in between Joe Burrow's ears. That, you know what? I'm just trying to survive to that next play. 
and get another opportunity to potentially do something. The longest pass he completed, 12 yards. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 12 yards. Like, Deshaun Watson ran 13 yards for a touchdown. And the longest pass that Joe Burrow was able to complete against this secondary was 12 yards. Just an absolute dominating effort on that side of the ball. And I understand what you're saying about like expecting that this defense is going to be able to carry this football team. But my thing is, I feel like this should be a complete team. Like, I don't feel like this should be like the 85 bears or the 2002 Ravens, right? Where those D and even the Buccaneers, their first Super Bowl, right? Where those defenses carried those teams to championships. Like, I don't feel like that's the, the spot that the Browns should be in. I feel like this should be a complete team where this offense should be able to rack up a boatload of yards and put a ton of points on the scoreboard with a bunch of explosive plays mixed in there. So I guess maybe that's where you and I differ. Again, I get what you're saying about Deshaun. Just don't go out there and do anything to lose games. But hey, man, he's getting 230 fully guaranteed, $46 million a year. Yeah, he darn well better play like a top 10 quarterback. I'm giving him a mulligan for the opener because it was terrible conditions. Joe Burrow looked like, you know what, out there. Deshaun Watson didn't look good throwing the ball. But I am expecting starting Monday night in Pittsburgh that we start to see a top tier quarterback uh, for the Cleveland Browns. <clears throat> so there was one other part of the game that I know we have a lot of things we want to talk about. There's one other part of the game that I don't think we touched on at all yesterday, and I haven't heard a lot of people talk about it. It's special teams. And the Browns, especially on kickoff and um, and uh, on punt, those guys flew down the field with, you know, just uh, reckless abandon. I thought that they that as far as, you know, holding Cincinnati back and trying to bring anything back on a punt return or on a kickoff return, I right. thought those guys played great, and no one's talking about that. So Chris Evans had, on kick returns, two for 45. So 22 yards, okay. But on the punt returns, they only averaged eight yards uh, on that. His long was 15. He did have one 27-yard kick return. You know, we, and we we kind of talked about Dustin Hopkins because he got a game ball yesterday, uh, going three for three for field goals in the game. So I think that was impressive. But I also think Corey Bjorquez, I know he had one bad punt, but, man, he had a 66-yard punt. And that thing was like a big boomer. So I, I, you know, if you're handing out game balls, and I know they did, um, to Hopkins, but the special teams deserves a little bit of credit because I think that they had a big impact in field position and where Cincinnati was starting their drives. I, Cincinnati, to me, that offense looked pathetic, especially when you talk about having three of the best wide receivers and one of the best quarterbacks in the game. So uh, my take on special teams: uh, Dustin Hopkins checked good, Bahor. Right. Fine, uh, over a 47-yard punt average. His net was 43.9, had a long of 66. He also had a 56-yard punt in there. No issues there. Coverage units, to your point, Andy, yes. Coverage units were great, right? They, they, they played with a spark. They really right. did. But they got, again, 
they got nothing out of the return game. The return game's a waste of time. It, it I really, agree. Okay. Uh, two touchbacks on kickoffs. Okay, fine. Uh, Donovan Peoples-Jones, um, fair caught four of them on punts. He returned three of them for a whopping 15 yards. Like, I just feel like it, the return game is a waste of time. Uh, and so, that is, I, you know, yeah, when you look at special teams, I would say three of the four elements of special teams looked good. But you're right. That is the one that that stood out that, you know, it's just difficult to get anything going there. Yeah. And and again, this is basically what I was saying, like last season was going to happen when Jakeem Grant was lost during training camp. It was just it was going to be hot slop in the return game. Well, guess what? You're back to hot slop in your return game now without Jakeem Grant again because they just they, they don't have any returners like again i like donovan people's jones as a receiver i i don't you know i, I just I, I don't see it in the punt return thing and i don't know that i want to be exposing him to punt returns quite frankly um and then the kickoffs i just wish they would fair you know fair catch him if anything short of the goal line should be an automatic fair catch take the ball to a 25 yard line because our offense can get us the other 70 hell nick chubb can just go get us the other 75 yards that we need to put points up on the scoreboard. So um, I'm not criticizing the return game because they lost their returner again for the second straight year. If they paid to get, you know, they, they brought Jakeem in because he was going to be the guy that was going to solve that problem for them. Right. But it's just going to be hot slop in, in the return game uh, this season. I'm afraid. He's Daryl Ryder. I'm Andy Baskin more. It's always game day in Cleveland coming up after this. We'll talk about, injuries we'll talk about replacements and uh we, of course we'll be looking ahead to pittsburgh a little bit later in the show it's always game day in cleveland